everybody. Welcome to episode 14 of Canadian Talk with Stefan. I have just started the fire. I've got lots to talk about today. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. We're back to starting fires in here. That's my favorite part about this podcast is just sitting in front of the fire. Unfortunately, the camera angle that I have now doesn't really show much of the fire, so, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. <clears throat> so what's been going on lately? Oh, I've got my fire starter sticks here. Even though the fire's already started, but I'm going to use some fancy sticks. I think they are saturated in oil or something. They make it smell good. Uh, yeah. Wood, 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 wood. Okay. So thanks everybody for tuning in, the fire lovers out there, the comedy lovers, any whatever you might be, whatever you might consider yourself. And uh, oh man, those fire starting sticks are really working. That's awesome. <clears throat> Beautiful. Let's throw a little more paper in there just for just for light effect so you can see on the boxes. Yeah. All right, so we got our fire. We got our Coronas instead of Great Western. We're here on uh, September something or other. I think it's Wednesday, so this is the day. <laughs> and we're here doing what we do best, talking. Um, you know, things have been going on. I've been having things going crazy with my businesses. I've been having things going crazy with, with people that I know. Everybody's all stressed about this, that, or the other, you know? And then we're just left here not really knowing what to do about it. Because the government has closed basically everything down. They, they, they're doing this reopening shit in stages, but my first question is, like, people, people are allowed to fucking skydive, right? So people are allowed to skydive, people are allowed to bungee jump, fucking be an anti-vaxxer whatever happened to just letting people take risks when has the government's been allowed to just shut everything the thing is is it's it's not a shutdown at the federal level i don't think what i what i know is the shutdown at the federal level with all that stuff where they tried to get trump taken out that all failed and then um now they're doing this kind of this local shutdown stuff where they're having smaller governments just you know basically tell their small businesses tell all these people that work hard that they're fucked so that's the thing is I'm not like, so I'm not, I'm not pro Trump. I'm not anti coronavirus. I'm not any of that stuff. I just like to talk about how the negatives that it, that it could potentially be doing for us because you can't just let, you can't just blindly listen. Um, and, uh, clearly the coronavirus is creating a lot of problems for a lot of people. Like, I don't know any of the figures or anything like that. I know if people are looking for that, just go to Ben Shapiro because he has his mind made up. I don't make up my mind on things. I just talk about things. So. Yeah, we're at episode 14 here of the Canadian talk show. Um, 
yeah, let's let's get to the bedrock here. I don't know. You know, there's no other podcast in the city. I've always uh, I've been told I'm kind of funny sometimes. I um, I like making jokes better than I like doing anything else. So that's why I'm here. Uh, anybody who's here with me, thank you very much. I have like <laughs> like 70 followers on Facebook, which I really like. Uh, and then the uh, the website and and the audio the audio clips on the website get get a lot more plays than I get views on the uh, YouTube page. But uh, you know, working on that, I have 18 subscribers on YouTube. That's up one from last week, from the whopping 17. So pretty psyched about that. <laughs> uh, so. <clears throat> Yeah, I had the stupidest idea for, like, opening. I, I, sometimes I have the stupidest ideas that just... I don't even know how to do them because they're so stupid. Uh, I think today, uh, other than we're going to go through a couple of main events here, then I'm just going to go through my phone and read off some of my some of my jokes that I've written and stuff. Um, and, yeah, that'll be the day. But, yeah, sit down, have a beer with me if you're not already. Smoke a, smoke a, a weed hoot. And uh, that's what we're here for. You know, I'm here to talk to, talk to the people who are... Who like listening to me? And right now, that's nobody. But And uh, yeah, I just had a message from one of my people that I do business with as well. And, oh man, that doesn't help with the uh, the funny meter or the anything like that when you got you got work that's li lingering and stress and stuff. It frustrates me, you know. I feel like some of the the people that get the most opportunities, like I'm not saying that I wasn't a, a privileged person and uh, had lots of opportunity, but th there's a, a separation between oh your parents do your best for when you're under 18 and they get you through school. That's like one form of privileged where you're able to just be a member of society. Uh, I'll stop picking up my crotch here. I'll be the somebody's gonna do a crotch pick highlights. Um, oh dang it! Did I lose what I was talking about? I was talking about privilege, yeah, and uh, how I had some privilege. But then there's there's people that their privilege extends right into their twenties, where they can delay going to university. They don't have to worry about losing a job. Those types of people really um, really have opportunity. To, to go beyond the norm of what you know what they're going to choose to do with their days. I've always been very jealous of those types of people. I I, would play, I bet you that seventy percent of the professional athletes in the world are are trust fund style people like that, which does disappoint me. Even though I hope to have my family be protected by some sort of a fund that that keeps everybody safe and not homeless and and comfortable in living their life the way they want to live it, but. I also still look down on the people who've achieved it already, <laughs> because we've only—I think we're only now equalizing into a decent world where everybody, like, really knows what's right and wrong, and information is everywhere. Like, the the the, the computer phone is essentially the new Bible, where people have finally gotten access to it all over the place, and um, it's really pushed understanding to a new place. So people who've been successful before now, I just assume they're assholes. 
which a lot of other people do as well. But like, like not everybody, right? Like I like I like rich people. I'm just saying, I they're probably assholes. <laughs> oh man, god damn it! Now I can't stop thinking about work. Let's see if I got any more. Probably not. Sorry, folks. I know you wouldn't want me doing this if I was having a beer with you in person, anyway. So definitely not on a show. Uh. Work, work, work. Uh, I feel better about it. I can just not think about it. No big deal. I get uh, it's like six a.m. on a Wednesday. I got a long day ahead of me of of yard work and property maintenance and all that kind of fun stuff. I don't know if people out there like property maintenance. I sure like it. I like just being outside and, you know, but not though, like, I don't, like, I couldn't be like a landscaper where it's like, hey, you know, you got to be somewhere at, the, at a time and, and do that kind of stuff. I, it has to be for my own places where I can just come and go as I please and do it however I want or else I'm not having it. Um, I guess I wanted to thank uh, some of the prospective sponsors. I wanted to thank Great Western, who I'm hoping to get as a sponsor on the podcast eventually for their beer. And then another one that I'm talking about with a buddy that I just wanted to plug really quick. I haven't even talked to him too much about it, um, but uh, it's a shirt company called Strengthwear here in the city. If you like shirts, check it out, Strengthwear. It's pretty good. That's a pretty good name. You know, that's that's global, man. Um, but yeah, they make, make good shirts and stuff. I was hoping to get them to send me some shirts so I could wear them on the podcast, but that hasn't panned out. <sighs> oi, oi, oi. So, uh, what do we got? We got Will Smith getting embarrassed by his wife after she cheated on her talk show. She fucking brought him on there and embarrassed him. We got Nick Cannon being racist. We got Chris Elia being a grooming pedophile. We got Elon Musk being cavalier with his investments and shit. Losing people a lot of money. That's it. That's it. Fucking 10 minutes in and we're out of shit. Out of main shit. <clears throat> I've just been working a lot lately, really. Not that anybody out there cares, but... I had uh, some of my work go awry, and it only happens every once in a while, but... It can, uh, it's not even coronavirus related, which is nice, you know. My industry is, is independent of that, but. Sometimes I, I don't know if other people feel like this, but there's sometimes where I hate my phone. Because just a second ago I was saying it was the Bible or whatever, but there's also times where, where I think it's fucking stupid, you know? And I think that all communication should just be done person to person. 
because yeah, it really, oh, fuck, now I finally got a response. Great. Let's sit here and text about work while I'm doing my podcast. Oh, no, it's a Facebook notification. Nice fire. I'm going to add some logs to it. This is nice. I'm starting to warm up. I'm excited for the winter, but everything will be the same where at the beginning of the interview or at the of the shows, I'm going to be freezing in this room. And then as the fire warms up, I'll be like, ah, this is better. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's nice. It's nice. I brought some beans out here. I was going to cook some beans while I was doing the show, but can't find my can opener. So, what else is there to talk about? Uh, let's go through my joke list, I guess. Let's see what. See if I can. I'm gonna read a shit off and see if I can find anything funny here. Got my Blue Jays hat on because I couldn't find any other hats. Just like I couldn't find everything else. Um. Buddy just posted something funny on. Got some funny video here that was just posted on Facebook. Oh god, I love I love comedy skits. I uh, I've been saying that yeah, I'm gonna be getting into doing more of those, kind of like Brent Pella or uh, that fucking guy who does Bush Light. I think he's so funny. The guy from uh, You Betcha. Let me get to my list here. People podcast content. Oh dear, I'm at the bottom. Oh yeah, so Joe Rogan had Miley Cyrus on his podcast, which was kind of funny. Um, she was what I expected her to be, I would say, for the most part. Uh, pretty shallow. Uh, pretty narcissistic. Uh, she talked a lot more than I expected, but that, I guess at the end of the day that didn't really work out well for her because she just kind of looks desperate. Um, oh, I was going to do another advertisement for Jackson Design Drawings. That's a company that I run on the side for design drawings for uh, garages and other residential projects. I um, just give me a give me an email there on the website, or or if you know me, give me a text, and I can uh, help you get your permits passed for if you want to put in a new garage, or I can help you just plan it out. Really, just the planning stage and then the drawing stage. Um, preliminary. I can help you with that. Jackson Jackson Design Drawings. And the email to contact about that, you can just contact me on the Canadian Talk website or over Facebook or anything like that. Stefan Jackson. Oh, there's some other people I was going to advertise for who asked me to advertise, but I don't like their shit. This one here says, Solution to Homelessness. Just remove them from the city. Because uh, it says the problem is there's no laws to criminalize them anymore since drugs have been legal. Like, so essentially a lot of the ways they used to clean up the streets when homeless was overcrowding in like, let's say these San Francisco type places was they, they'd go in there and they would 
lock everybody up for drug possession, you know, because they're all addicted to drugs mostly. Now they can't really do that, so all these people are just kind of stuck there on the street. Yeah, I don't really know what the solution is. Um, the midnight tours things happen here in Saskatoon. At least it's a, a scar on our like that's what they used to do back in the day was problem people. They would just bring them out of the city, really. Like good luck walking back. Kind of just use the horizontal space that Saskatchewan has to um, to our advantage. Okay. Uh, this one is a poker story. <laughs> so I was in Vegas a couple of months ago. Not a couple of months ago. I guess it's it's six to eight months ago now. Now that it's uh, <clears throat> it's um, coronavirus time. So I'm in Vegas and I'm playing poker and it's going well as usual. Um, and I'm with some people. I'm at uh, I'm at the uh, MGM MGM Grand in their poker room. And I'm kicking. I'm up about two hundred bucks. And uh, just talking up a storm <clears throat> and uh, by the way about poker currently I have been uh, I'm a successful player uh, right now and I have been throughout my past as well they say that only a very small percentage of people can be successful at poker because it takes extreme patience and uh, yeah I, I, I am successful I keep, every time I go there I, I, I only play, I go to the casinos and because uh, I'm, I'm a gambler I'm a risk taker and uh, I'm also a math guy, and uh, so I like to just play poker. You know, if I go there with a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, and uh, if I lose two hundred bucks, I put it on my spreadsheet, two hundred minus. And the next time I go, and I do the same thing every time. I keep track of every dollar, and uh, yeah, I've made a lot of money over the course of the past six or seven years. That's professional poker. Uh, yeah, so I was in the MGM, and I'm gonna get to my my home my home game that I used to host to before it got turned into a debauchery uh so yeah i'm in at the mgm and i just win a big or i'm in the middle of a big hand and uh i know that this girl hits 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 her hand so i i fold and i show a hand that should have paid her off so anybody who knows poker will know what i'm talking about i had a decent hand it should have paid her some money um but she and she had a better hand so she would have won but uh, i knew what she had because I, I could read her pretty good and i showed her my hand and then afterwards she was asking me what how i could read her and then i I freaked her out because I was like, uh, and I don't know if this is racist or whatever, but this is part of poker. Um, you know, it's not racist. It's using generalizations to to make deductions. So um, it was an Asian woman, and we were in Vegas, which I know has a lot of old folks' homes. And uh, she was the type that looked like she worked in healthcare. Not that all Asian women work in healthcare, okay? But uh, I was like, after I after I made the good decision in the poker hand, I was like. You work as a nurse in an old folks home, and I guessed it right on. And uh, everybody at the table was was freaking out. And then I went around the table, kind of like in Goodwill Hunting, there where he says everybody's hand, but I essentially just gave everybody their personality uh, character profile, and and I got it right on with with all seven people that were at the table. And then, uh, but then later, the Asian lady was like, but she like I don't know, she was I I sensed that maybe they they were frustrated that I read them all so much. And uh, so I quickly got up and got out of there with my 250 bucks and called it a day on the MGM. <laughs> yeah, that's a winning story. I've got lots of losing stories too. You lose a lot in poker, you win some, you lose some. And uh, so that's a, that's a winning story. And uh, <clears throat> what else we got? And then my home game poker story. Here it is. Halfway through episode 14. So 
when I was a little kid, I, I started liking poker. So I had always liked math. I had always liked money. I'd always like risk-taking and competition. Competition, really. Trying to beat out your opponent. And, um... So I started playing poker with little nickels and dimes uh, and pennies when I was about seven or eight years old. Uh, it was fun. I remember play, I would play at my friend Shane's house. Sorry, Shane, if you're out there, maybe you listen to this. I know we're still friends on Facebook, so... I was at my friend Shane's house, who back then, he was pretty well connected. He had a lot of a lot of friends. Kind of was, he wasn't a bully, but his older friends were kind of bullies. Stephen Humphrey, fuck you. Um, and uh, so we're playing poker at, at this game, you know. And I remember that I got, I didn't necessarily get swindled at their game, but there was times when I made a couple mistakes and uh, like... I think that I may have been swindled, but there was one time when I made a mistake myself personally. Where I thought that two pair was better than trips. Hilarious, because I was like, oh, it's four cards. You got two pairs here instead of three of a kind. But back then I didn't understand. I was like seven or eight. I didn't understand that statistically trips are harder to get than two pair. <clears throat> but anyway, so that's how it started. That's how I got my first little bit of feeling of losing in it and winning as well. I did, I did all right. You know, I'd make seven bucks here and there, and I'd go and get Slurpees from the store or whatever. I loved it. I loved it back then. I loved the thrill. The thrill The thrill of poker is worth it a lot of times even if you lose. I know gambling addicts say that, but for me, I, I remain profitable, and if I don't, I quit. So, And um, so <clears throat> that progressed on to teenagehood. So I'm not the richest guy ever, but uh, I loved poker. I played hockey, did, all, did my thing. But I, you know, I always needed little bits of money here and there, as any teenager would. And I, I would, I, I had some friends that were that I was c competitors with. I won't say their names, but we were good competitors in all ways, shapes, and forms. And uh, so I had some friends that were new friends from high school, and some friends that were older friends from high, from from hockey and elementary school. And uh, these friends that are were the first friends. We used to play when we were, you know, like grade nine, grade eight. And um, we played some good games, but I had a feeling that they were kind of cheaters. So they, were, they would they would cheat a little bit. They would put a card in their pocket, you know, and they'd pull it out every now and then and use it. Or they'd skim the pot a little bit and take some money off of there. And uh, so I knew that. I knew that that was going on. Or they would shuffle and look at, like, they would do dirty shuffles. So there's lots of ways to cheat it in poker games, okay? So I knew that that was going on. We played. It was just for fun at the time because it was only for $5 here and there, $2 even. We'd play for a toonie, literally, and we'd play for hours. And uh, so, no, there's a spider. So a little bit of cheating starts getting pushed into the, the, the realm by my buddies. I didn't start it right. And then I have these new friends that at the time these new high school friends that at the time I wasn't as loyal to, right? I had mentioned that. I had met them not as long ago. And my, my older friends had convinced me, hey, let's, you know, let's cheat a little bit in these games and uh, and we can we can make some extra money and shit. Like just for just for ourselves. Um so I I would I would sometimes skim pots, meaning taking small amounts of money just directly off the table during a pot when when I could get away with it. Kind of like sleight of hand, like uh, Antonio Esfandiari does. He's a, he's a really one of the best pros out there at poker, and he's a magician actually, so he's good at sleight of hand. And um, so 
I would I would skim pots. I would uh, I would dirty shuffle. Dirty shuffle was one that I would do a lot, where I would shuffle and I would put cards in certain places and I would look at certain cards that I could see as I was shuffling, and then I would know who would have them, or at least I would know that they were out on the table, so I would know that they're out there and I could be careful of them. And you'd be surprised how that comes in handy in many times. It was horrible. Honestly, it was horrible what I did. Not only is cheating bad, but cheating with your friends there is is it's the worst possible thing. And uh, ultimately, I was the captain of the game, and uh, it was just a, really a cheating feud between a group of my older friends and a group of my newer friends. So it was, yeah, it was just a horrible thing to do. Horrible memories. Um, horrible memories. <clears throat> um, dang, what else was I going to comment on about that? It's, I, I, uh, well, the way I'm not, you know, I'm not sidestepping responsibility in any way, but uh, I do look at it as, um, as it's my, it was my fault, but uh, like it was, it was several of ours' fault, but it was my fault for letting it happen, um, and making the decision to do it. But you know, it's like um, also though, I I do see my, my, the way I was raised. I was indoctrinated into a life of competition and, and how you had to win. And uh, I wasn't able to separate that. I, I see that, I see what happened with my old friends. Uh, there, was, there was about four of them, really, that were close friends with me that I no longer really had talked to because of, of the uh, bad blood be fr from the dishonest poker. And, you know, they moved away and stuff. You know, I'm not some pariah. They moved away, so we haven't had a chance to really talk about it but it, it, it hurts it hurts inside and uh, um, what was I gonna say that uh, yeah that that I, I see I, I kind of blame my indoctrination in, into competition for what happened and um, I was I was I didn't know any better and, and then I got older and then I knew better you know all I knew at the time was that it didn't didn't feel right when it happened like you know everybody knows cheating is bad but for some reason, because I had some friends wanting me to do it, and then some other friends not want, like not being aware of it, I, 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 I didn't, I just didn't handle it right. And uh, yeah, I think about it. I think about it every day. And I'm now 20, just 28. I just turned 28 in July. So, and this happened basically over 10 years ago. I've been playing professionally professional poker for about 10 years since then. But. Yeah, I still think about it every day. I think about it all day. Like, whenever I'm playing poker, I that's all I think about, really. It's one of the reasons I love to play poker, honestly, is to to show, just to remind myself every time I play that, that I won't, that I won't ever do that again. But, but I'm also glad that I'm good at poker, because I'm able to win, and I, I've able to, been able to accomplish a lot with the money I've made from poker. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm in the mood to, fuck, that was a long talk, long depressing talk, so thanks everybody for listening, well we're about 30 minutes in, I want to thank Great Western for making such great beer, I want to thank anyone who's listening, uh, for, for, uh, please subscribe to the YouTube page, I need definitely need people on there, and uh, follow the Facebook page if you don't already, and uh, there'll be lots of good funny videos like this of just people talking. If you want to sit down in your room after work and have a beer or have some weed, 
and listen to somebody talk about stuff that's relevant, not not news bullshit, then you know you're in the right place. So, I I'll be more I'm working on the pauses because you know I, I think I make too many pauses and stuff, and I, I don't like I don't want people to get bored because I know ADHD is rampant in today's day and age, where people can't sit still for more than ten seconds. That's kind of what I'm doing on this though, is I'm kind of trying to reverse that in in a, in a strange way. I'm uh, uh, that's why that's why I'm that's why I'm attracted to long form is because I'm just getting sick of all the all the short form. Even when you watch some of the videos on on YouTube and stuff, the edits that it's like it's like quick cut edits, where you know the scenes are the scenes aren't even longer than four seconds. It's like bang, 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 bang. And, and even during those four second scenes, they do like hyper zoom ins where it goes from like 30 times or four times zoom to like 30 times zoom. And just all this crazy cinematic shit happening that just, it never used to happen. People, and if you watch a movie in the 90s, people used to just sit there and fucking watch the movie. Like the camera could just be still with a person in frame and it's like, hey, let's watch the person. Not like, hey, let's look down at our phone because nothing has happened for four seconds. So, you know, another thing I want to just point out if, I'm, if I can find a way to articulate this is I want to separate myself from anybody who's one of those griping personalities who goes up on the, on the internet and just complains and gripes about stuff that annoys them and shit. This is not that. Uh, I'm happy. I'm not griping about anything. I, I make uh, life is great. It's better than it's ever been. I think that um, I just like to critique and I like to bring up things that 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 I know are important for others to see if I can help like the public discourse or whatever. But yeah, that's important to me is to be distinct from those guys who are just screaming into their cameras. There's a lot of them nowadays. It's really uh, I don't want to fall into that that department, you know. TikTok. TikTok's a funny one these days with the crazy people that are on there uh, on Tom Segura's podcast. Uh, they they have a large amount of TikTok videos of people. A lot of times they're mentally handicapped, so you know it's like uh, I be- I believe that Segura's podcast sometimes really is on the tightrope of of making fun of handicapped people, but you know it is what it is. He's trying to create something good, so and something funny. And the people put these videos out there willingly, so I don't think it's technically illegal. You know, as I've been doing these, I always thought that when I was going to be doing them, I was going to be sitting down for two to three hours. And and I know that you ki- you kick into a new gear up that up in that range, and I've been trying to get up there. But I just haven't been able to last long enough with any of these yet. Um, I've been busy, busy because I'm I'm building an expansion on on a property and I'm trying to get it done before winter. But still, you know, it is hard to talk for three hours. Um, but also, it's a beautiful thing practicing. Like talking, it's crazy because people need to practice talking more. And and it takes a lot of practice, like. If you want to articulate what's going on in your head, like, man, sometimes the way I feel when I talk, at least when I was younger, for sure, is I used to feel like I was trying to express myself and I was jumping from, like, 
you know those little logs in the park that they like a bollard i felt like i was jumping from bollard to bollard like like discrete these discrete words ex these dis a word is a discrete expression of emotion not not a continuous expression of emotion it's it's one thing it's there it's discrete uh, not discrete as in like quiet it's just it's separate like the mathematical definition of discrete and and if you want to get closer to that feeling of continuous expression the the the, the ability to really say what you want to say and 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 unlock whatever it is in 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 here that's that's making you feel stressed or whatever it is uh you got to practice talking or else you won't be able to say the right words to say the things that you want to say to somebody because uh, sometimes that's really important let's check the old phone ski again haven't heard it ring but Yeah, I think I want to get. I think I want to get to the yard work. I was able to get the poker story out today, which I'm really happy about. This will be just a quick episode, fucking forty minutes, whatever. Uh, I'm gonna be coming back real soon for another one here. So there's gonna be one this Wednesday. There's gonna be one next Wednesday. Uh, every week, I'm not gonna be missing any weeks from now on. But I did want to tell that poker story, and uh, just because of work and stuff, I don't have a lot of positive energy right now, and I don't have a lot of jokes on the tip of my tongue. So I'm probably gonna cut this podcast short today. I think. <clears throat> This fire has been awesome. It's been really nice. Nice to get back to the fire style. But uh, I want to get get started. Start mowing lawns. So uh, everybody out there, you know, during COVID times, during election times, whatever this times are to you, just um, remember that life is better than it ever has been. Remember every day to be present. Get up and be present. Put your mind in your eyes and and be right there. Uh, look at the people around you, the people who, whether you're mad at them, your loved ones, whether you have res little resentments, put yourself above it. Uh, and just love love people around you for for the fact that they're people. They're people, they're around you. They're just like you. Even if they make mistakes, you make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Um... <laughs> you know, I don't think anybody's afraid of coronavirus anymore, other than literal morons. I've got uh, I've got some funny episodes. I I want to talk about celebrities and stuff next time. Man, I could have babbled on about celebrities right now, but I think it's just a waste of my breath. I've got lots of good podcasts out there right now. I talked about the Miley Cyrus thing. So yeah, next episode I'm going to talk about uh, some of the some I guess more of the current events I've been looking at. And uh, some funny shit I've been seeing online. I've been posting lots of funny videos and stuff on the page and everything. I'm going to keep doing that because obviously I love doing that. And uh, yeah, anybody out there who is listening to my voice right now, uh, thank you very much. Thank you for finding this. Thank you for having the ability and the intelligence to to find this. And then I guess sit through it. I want to. I, I wish I could start the podcast with this type of focus where I, where I thank people genuinely like this right at the beginning and can find my words but I can't it takes me 30 minutes to get revved up that's what I mean about people have to talk practice talking because you have to, you have to get warmed up it is not easy 
you have thoughts coming out of your head and you have to organize them into words in real time. Like that's why we teach languages to children, not adults. Like it's hard. So anyway, I'm gonna I wanna keep getting better at this uh extemporaneous improvis improvisational long form comedic presentation. I'm gonna continue to get better at that for all of you folks out there. And everybody out there, just keep following and keep clicking on the videos and I will keep trying to say shit that will make you chuckle, I promise. Uh and uh and yeah, I love, I love everybody out there. I really do. Except for the people that I hate. Okay. Thanks, everybody. That's Canadian Talk Podcast. We're out. Thanks for listening, and any questions or concerns for the show, as well as voice recordings and voice messages that you'd like us to listen to, or advertisement inquiries, please forward those along to CanadianTalkWithStefan at gmail.com. Thanks. We also have a website, stephanjackson.ca, where you can find a back catalog of all our episodes. And we're also on YouTube, where you can find the video versions. Canadian Talk.